Welcome to the Movie Ruiners, a podcast about movies with brothers Nick and Reed Canada. This week, we're joined by Birmingham comedian, friend of mine, Casual Thursday on Twitter. He's also a Yard P enthusiast, mm-hmm. Peter Davenport. Hey. What's up, man? Great yard you got out there. <laughs> Amazing yard. How are you? I'm doing good. So good. what's the, the Yard P? Oh, this is, oh, it's just to explain it to you. Just a recurring thing I do. In life and on Twitter, where I pee in my yard. Okay, <laughs> nice. Pre- and that's pretty much it. Nice. Well, that's what I was hoping for. I was like, is this over my head or is it just that? No, it became a way to judge the weather. Honestly, it started as a way to say this is like perfect yard pee weather. Like tonight, honestly, slightly cold, but like pretty nice. There's a rush right? to it, yeah. It's pretty nice yard. Like a, you want just a little bit of cold, just like a slight crisp. You know, have you gotten caught? Oh yeah, your oh yeah, many times. Yeah, my uh... that takes the rating down a couple points. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, I, I like to go in the side yard mm-hmm. by my house, and my neighbor, my neighbor, put in these automatic floodlights that pop on. <laughs> <laughs> it's terrible. God, yeah, that guy, man, he's well, weird. It's such guy. a great joke. I remember seeing it the first time because it's like, well, who doesn't love a good yard pee? And it really was like, it was just one of those, like, it was, I just got in, I was like, man, it's a great night out. And I saw uh-huh. it for the first time, it was like, perfect night for Yard P. And I was like, oh man, that just fully encapsulates It is perfect, right especially like if you've been out and you come home, trying to come back in the house quietly, we've all been there. <laughs> <laughs> well, the movie we picked, uh, that you picked, was True Grit. We're mm-hmm. excited to get into that. Um, Reed is done, Reed, didn't you read the book for it? Oh, well, I'd, I had planned, I mean, I like reading or listening to audiobooks of movies mm-hmm. I've watched, and I'd had that one in my library that I already paid for because I just knew mm-hmm. at some point in time, the next time I watch that movie or we review this, I'm going to yeah. listen to that audiobook. And it was only like six hours long, so have you ever read the book or anything? No, I haven't read the book. You absolutely should. It's uh, I've heard it's awesome. Yeah, I like it best. I, I watched really? the mo- all both movies too, but I just think the book just especially the audiobook it just is such a funny tone and there's even more dialogue to it so oh that okay that's cool because the dialogue is like the one of the best things about this movie absolutely so okay the coen brothers i read that they said that they thought the original uh true grit did they didn't express a lot of the humor that they found in the book so they tried right. to bring that with this movie which it's kind of hilarious there's definitely like, parts that are so funny the way he's he's they're very kind of overly formal about like the Jakes is occupied. Yeah. Like, that that's it's so awesome. When he's chunking cornbread up in the air and they're just seeing who yeah. can shoot cornbread <laughs> better, I'm losing it. It's great. In, it's so in great. the book there's a third character in there too, and they like spend like two hours doing that. <laughs> like, <laughs> okay, you convinced me. I gotta read that. That's so funny. Like even his stance. The way he really like cocks his arm back and gets mm-hmm. so low to throw the cornbread high, ah, that just that part, that's definitely one of my hardest laughs in the movie. But oh, when man. I was listening to it, just I was laughing so much, and I was just like, wow, this is. You can see the Coen Brothers; it was the perfect pick to adapt yeah. that, uh, just with their tone. And I think Jeff Bridges even said the oh, same thing. He said so he awesome. didn't see the point in make remaking True Grit. 
mm-hmm. because it's like what that's already the classic but it's like no this is closer to the novel and it just stays in the tone of true grit the original is just it's a good adaption but it still has that traditional western just like oh, here's so, the good yeah. guys here's the bad guys where this modern one it's like sure they win but what the victory is so hollow right uh, uh it's so great and it's you know a lot of humor but also just a lot of moments that are just so badass like fill mm-hmm. your hands you son of a bitch like there's not there's not much cooler than that yeah that's a great line start off uh we got you some oh, Spider-Man wow. comics for your kids. Oh, thank you. This is awesome. I saw uh, y'all met Spider-Man at s- somewhere. Yes, we're super into Spider-Man in our house. Yes, <laughs> I have an uh, eight-year-old who's who will love this. This is great. I, I showed Nick the picture because I just when I came across it, I was laughing so much because Spider-Man is just uh, I don't know. He looks like he's worthy of holding uh thor's hammer i guess like <laughs> spider-man's packing heat yeah <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> but that picture i just came across it just died out laughing uh oh, yeah <laughs> yeah that the, you're talking about on my instagram yeah one? yeah yeah oh my god yeah. yeah i think that's from uh free comic book day a mm-hmm. couple of years ago we you know took the kids to the comic book shop and they've got <laughs> people in costumes some of them are like over the top I'm a professional cosplayer mm-hmm. and some of them are like I went by Party City on the way here <laughs> it's it's pretty great that's that was a uh, Party City Spider-Man for yeah, sure yeah for sure thank you though this is awesome <laughs> oh they're gonna be excited this, this is like Christmas so this one <laughs> is kind of you'll see it's kind of an ironic toy gift Oh, <laughs> awesome. This is the uh, Isaiah Whitlock Jr. talking bobblehead from The Wire. <laughs> he just says, he just says multiple shit. versions <laughs> of himself saying shit. Oh, this is awesome. Gee! <laughs> Does it need batteries? Oh, no. He's, he's, you gotta to go. get, you, you gotta give it? him a test. Let's do it on mic. So this is the worst, best and worst gift because it's a great wire gift, and I understand you love the wire. Love the wire. But also, like, your kids are never going to be able to play with it, and they're going to want to. <laughs> well, this one right, so You should be able to hit the button. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know shit. <laughs> You know who will love this most of all? My wife will love this. We've watched The Wire oh, really? together many times. Yeah, thank you. That's awesome. <laughs> so, Wire is one of Reed's all-time favorite shows as well. That's all true. Right. What's your favorite season? Oh, uh, man. Uh, probably three. Okay, good answer. It's, good answer. I mean, that's just the call. If they would have ended it on three, I think it would have been like, almost like a flawless show yeah but four is great too four is great too uh, i weirdly like season two with the docs it's that's the thing you watch it through the first time you're like what is this I mean, who are these at the beach <laughs> who are these guys <laughs> get why, out of here why is he on a boat <laughs> who are these union <laughs> yeah. guys what the fuck is this mm-hmm. no nope. turns out it's awesome uh, yeah because i like awesome. the like the practicality of it it's yeah like, oh. well and if we're being honest too we probably we know more people like Ziggy in our lives than yes. we know of characters in season one. Yep, exactly. <laughs> That's great, man. But Thank no, I, I love. Cool. What's your favorite season? 
Justice. Mm. Five. It might be four. <laughs> no, four is four. four is right there too. I think four is so impressive because after three, you're like, how are they going to top this? Yeah. And then four, you're like, oh wow, they yeah they did it. Although they're, I I do love kind of the way they wrapped it all up and the way that you you kind of know. Mm-hmm where each character ends like every there's nobody with like a really ambiguous ending it's it's like you kind of you know it's and some of them are so sad like but oh yeah it's cool i love uh david simon montage endings like, yes those exactly. are my favorite like season five isn't my favorite but the the last episode of it like yeah you exactly said, it ties up everything where it's kind of like oh wow this is this is amazing oh yeah did you watch treme I haven't. I've, I think I, I like tried, but uh, well, you, you I watched want the deuce be, though. You want it to be as good as the wire. Though, yeah, I was, and it's not. I, it's not but even it's close. Great. It's it's different though. Mm-hmm. But it's Steve Zahn. I'm a Steve Zahn fan, and he's he kills it in that. It's awesome. Steve Zahn cracks me up. Oh, he's the best. Nick didn't What's like the it? movie with him and Jack Black? Why you, am I blanking? Uh, Saving Silverman. Saving Silverman. Saving Silverman. I love Saving Silverman. Uh, he was awesome in uh, White Lotus recently. Nick didn't like his uh, his performance in the Planet of the Apes, uh, that third movie. I don't remember that. <laughs> oh gosh, was he that stupid monkey? Yeah, he was like the oh, comic yeah. relief monkey. I hate that monkey. And oh, <laughs> oh yeah, that was so dumb. <laughs> that yeah, that drove me crazy. I, were we gonna do a Planet of the Apes podcast? And I like watched it, or did I was no, just coming no. to work bitching about how much I hated it. One yeah, time. you're just really bummed out. <laughs> yeah, I just ugh. Well, keeping things in the HBO family, I guess oh, got you no another. Way. Uh, I saw you tweeted that you were hoping the uh, prequel for the Sons of New York uh-huh. was uh, would tell the story of the ducks. Tony's pool. <laughs> That's beautiful. This is a picture of Tony Soprano holding a bunch of baby ducks. <laughs> God, yeah, that's perfect. Thank you. I recently bought the uh, Sopranos cookbook. Oh, really? I know. I was pretty pumped about okay. it. It came in and. My brother and his friend both, like, separately, when I told him I got it, made the same joke. Really, like, right off the bat, like, it's just like, gabagool. <laughs> <laughs> gabagool. I was going to say, uh, they don't tell you the last step. They don't tell you what happens at the end mm-hmm. of no. each recipe. Oh, I got it. They just leave. They leave you wanting more. Yeah. Just halfway through the sentence. Just leave it. Leave 350 uh, in the oven for... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they'll figure in it journey. out. Place of journey. <laughs> These are some ambiguous menus or recipes. Uh, did you watch Sons of Newark? Did you? What do you think of that? Watched um, about half of it. Yeah. Got bored. Uh, really wanted to like it. I couldn't get into it. I don't know what it was. Yeah, I, like I finished it? it, but you didn't miss anything spectacular. Okay. I just like went through the Sopranos mm-hmm. and I love it so much that I don't know that I can like watch it. No, I know but... it's about Michael, Michael's dad, right? Yeah. Yep. Well, yeah, it's good, but it's just, I, it's uh, just, av- it's just average. It's not the Sopranos or anything like that. Yeah. It's kind of a lot of like, Oh, that guy. Oh, that guy. Oh, I remember him. A lot of fans. Look, there he is younger. Oh, that guy. It's just, Good and I guy. hated they and I was like, quote I, the lines. Just go yeah. to those. Uh, I'm like, I gotta go. I can't. I can't do this. Mm-hmm. I can't do this. I gotta watch Dune again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this one's gonna be pretty self-explanatory. 
Oh, wow. An <laughs> autograph, Larry the Cable Guy. That is great. <laughs> this is the only way that I can actually see Larry because he has blocked me on no! Twitter. <laughs> no, he did not. Yeah, oh, yeah. That was I, part, yeah, that was the whole thing. I thought yeah. he apologized. He did, but I, I think I'm still blocked. I haven't checked in a while. Oh, well, you got it? So I told the story on here uh, to Mark Normand. Uh-huh. You've got to tell the story from your like perspective. Okay. Um, well, I'll just let me say there's a there's a couple people who have me blocked on Twitter, <laughs> and it's like some is it of like them... the blue collar comedy tour? Is it all? <laughs> <laughs> that would be Bill involved. No, Jeff it's like like okay, <laughs> Mater from Cars. <laughs> yeah, Mater from Cars. Larry the Cable Guy has me blocked, which I'll explain why. But um, uh, John Merrill, our um, Secretary of State in <laughs> Alabama, has me blocked because I called him an asshole, which technically he is an asshole. Everyone agrees. So he got a lot of likes. Even uh, a lot of Republicans think he's an asshole. So I don't know who's wrong there. But he has me blocked. And then randomly, the band Guster. <laughs> Has me blocked. I don't know how, why, or when this happened, but randomly, a like a Guster song came in, came on in the car about a year ago, and I was like, and I just like was like, let me look at at Guster, and it was like blocked. I was like, when did this? What did I say? Maybe didn't agree with your politics. What did I say? I mean, like they have like the airport song, isn't that Guster? Yeah. yeah. They have I I like Guster. They have a couple of songs I like, but it was like came out like when I was in high school and stuff. But I yes. I looked back. I did like a tweet search <laughs> to see if I had ever even mentioned Guster, and it's like one time I made one joke about trying to sing the high notes. In it wasn't even disparaging towards Guster. <laughs> And I'm blocked. What is that fair? <laughs> but the, the Larry the Cable Guy thing was, I had a Gus. I, I just like that's you got so, me. How God, random is that? Me. Like what other that what other so bands funny. from the '90s? I mean, have me that is so blocked. random. That's like being blocked by like the Gen Blossoms. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. What, why? That would hurt. Yeah, that way better. Would hurt. Actually, yeah, way better than fucking Guster. <laughs> Yeah, that's God. something worth being blocked over. <laughs> and I do, I do have a. I actually, I and then, so then I tweeted about being blocked by Guster, and I had a couple people mm. like, I know the drummer. Do you want me to talk to him? <laughs> do you want me to reach out to to Gus or whatever? Like, no, Gus Guster. <laughs> no, please don't. It's way better this way. I know Mr. Guster. Yeah, no, I can, I can probably get you unblocked. No, I'm good. Uh, but the Larry the Cable Guy thing, I I had a tweet uh, about a year ago that, that like got retweeted a bunch, and then like a couple of celebrities retweeted it, like Patton Oswalt and a couple a couple of people with like big followings, kind mm -hmm. of, and it kind of blew up. And then someone sent me a screenshot that was like, "Hey, Larry the Cable Guy." tweeted or didn't even tweet it larry the cable guy posted your tweet on parlor 
with your name chopped off. So then I, I looked at his Twitter and he had posted just like a screenshot, but with, with my name cropped out, which, so I don't really care, but I kind of care. <laughs> so then, so then I was like, well, I have to make a joke about this. So I tweeted something stupid, like about how he, he left his integrity in his sleeves or something, something <laughs> stupid like that. <laughs> and then... <laughs> A bunch of like <laughs> my friends start like retweeting, start like yeah, I so then that like a lot of people start tweeting like, "Hey, fuck you!" <laughs> yeah, Paige McBride, Birmingham comic, like you would have thought it was her joke. She close, was so mad. Close personal friend Paige McBride. Yeah, she uh, was with, every day. She got blocked by him. Well, yeah, went to bat for me. That was great. Uh, yeah, a lot. So uh, then an army of people start calling him. Uh, an asshole. And it's like, I guess it was enough people to where he finally was like, what the fuck is going on? The funniest part, this was New Year's Eve. We ruined his New Year's Eve. <laughs> yeah. He spent New Year's Eve replying to people being like, I didn't know whose this was. What is this? Like, just like, and like, and then my wife got into it with him. That was funny. She barked. Oh yeah, no. Well, no. He, he they ended up like becoming friends or something because she's <laughs> charming like that. But it was it was wild. It was very strange. That's just that's great. That's all that I could want it and more to be as that a story. Was awesome. Because a mean, lot you, of people. I mean, again, you had a joke stolen from Mater. By yeah. So now I got to explain to my kids why I'm fighting with. <laughs> Cars guy. Yeah, they're Their like favorite cars. Cars. It was like not in this house. <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> yeah, we apologize if that autograph is plagiarized. Yeah, it might be. <laughs> yeah, he might. This might be somebody else's. <laughs> oh man, that's great though. It was fun. No, that that is hilarious. I imagine like you kind of went through, but that range of emotions. Like there had to be a little bit. I was like, oh cool. Like <laughs> yeah, yeah, but a little bit. Like wait a second. <laughs> it's it's interesting because I've had a couple of tweets do pretty well the mario kart tweet right right like went insane yeah so i've i've had a couple of those and it's like okay that's that's kind of cool and you get some new followers or whatever i don't know how what am i supposed to make money off this i don't know it's not i'm not getting a lot of royalties but like people start sharing it on like facebook and instagram and stuff and they'll share like a screenshot of it and you're like oh that's cool and then this these meme pages where they all they do is share other people's content and they have like a million followers so i'm like okay that's cool but then their next like post is like hey buy coors light don't you guys love coors light <laughs> i'm like oh you're doing ads now and then their next post is like buy one of our t-shirts i'm like okay what's my cut of yeah, those <laughs> It's you 100% know? your joke. You guys dude. are like, it's me and 50 other people that they've taken it from to to then sell a Coors Light ad. So it's like, okay. Those meme pages, even interesting. Mark Norman was just like talking about how they just straight up steal. And he's just like, man, they're just the worst. He like specifically said the fat Jew. And he was like, he's just, he just takes everything and doesn't yeah. give credit. It's just like, yeah. and he's just not a funny person. Right. And then. And even when they credit you, though, it's like, it's like, okay, well, thanks for not cropping my name off of this one, but can I get a piece of that Coors Light yeah. money? <laughs> can I yeah. get a Coors Light? You know? It's like 50 bucks for using my joke. Yeah, that's fine. Anything. 
You didn't want the shirt? I'd, no, I'll take a shirt. I'll take a free shirt. <laughs> what if Larry sent you one of his sleeveless tees? Oh, that's great. I'll make my own. <laughs> well, to balance it out. There's more? You one last gift How is of, there a, more? of a Larry you do like. You guys are losing a lot of money on this podcast. <laughs> oh, wow. It's a Larry Bird house. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You figured it out. Oh, my God. That's incredible. The story... I, I wish this I was, was like, a visual. We should you should post some some pictures of the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll okay. post some pictures. Of you hold that. I asked. I asked Reed. I was like, "Why, Larry Bird? Yeah, I know you pretty well. I was like, I've never seen you like just like being like the Celtics are great or like wearing a Larry Bird jersey." So I asked him about it. Uh-huh. Well, I saw you had a Larry Bird ornament. I think it's my dad's house. Yes, okay. my dad is a, is a huge Larry Bird fan. I didn't. Um, I didn't see if he had a Larry Bird house. Uh, no, he will love this. <laughs> What's crazy is my dad actually like makes birdhouses and gives them to people. Whoa. Yeah. That so is, he's going to lose his mind. He's going to love this. <laughs> that is weird. We just gave you a Christmas gift. This may be a re-gift. I apologize <laughs> yeah. in advance, but yeah. That's awesome. Wow. So now who's your NBA team? Do you have a team you pull for? Because your I first- I love NBA. Well, your first Facebook status ever. Oh, God. I, I know. Even, this is, I, I dove deep. You, it was said, Peter Davenport was born, uh, and then it said, Peter Davenport is hating the Spurs right now. <laughs> oh, okay. I can, ex- <laughs> I can actually explain that. Um, I tend to root for more individual players than teams okay. in the NBA. Um, college stuff, I usually just go for Alabama and whatever Alabama's doing. Um, I love rooting for former Alabama players when they go pro. Mm-hmm. Um, but for the NBA, I just kind of always gravitated towards like short point guards. Definitely. <laughs> Honestly, like I always, whenever I played, I played a little bit and I used to always try to be point guard. I was never any good. But so I loved like, I love Rondo. I love Steve Nash. I love, I love like just good point guards Muggsy Bogues um, yes I love Iverson like about to say. all point guards Chris Paul maybe <laughs> yeah I do like Chris Paul I like him now I like it I mean he's not gonna do well because they took away the rules that he uses to cheat but uh, no but I I kind of I grew up watching NBA and then I kind of got out of it but what got me back into it was that Suns team that was like Steve Nash and Amari Stoudemire and Sean Marion and all those guys, Raja Bell. So that's when I got back into the NBA and they just got screwed by the Spurs and I just had to Facebook about it. <laughs> it's the story. Well, the Suns are back now. I think Suns are back now. Yeah. Uh, they're like the best record since that, that run with the Steve Nash. I actually know. bought... Uh, um, I got on the NBA store and bought the official Suns shorts <laughs> of, of that of that era? of that team. Yeah. yeah, and the smallest ones you could get were XLs, and it's just the the <laughs> biggest shorts. Oh, I made it's like that. Jinko shorts, basically mm-hmm. on me. I made that mistake on eBay buying some Alabama basketball shorts because like, yeah. oh sweet, they're like team issue. Yeah, the same And it ones. was like XL, and I was like, I'm an XL, and then mm-hmm. like they like go to my ankles. Yeah, it's yeah. like a dress. I'll never wear these. Yeah, no, it's so impractical. All right, so well, that's that was the last gift. So well, now, that was incredible. Yeah, well, it was, we like to. It, it led to a great story. I didn't know 
your previous like blocked by Guster story. So yeah. that was a hundred percent worth blocked by Guster's could might be the uh the name of my the autobiography. <laughs> blocked by Guster. Yeah, that's great. The Peter Davenport story. Yeah. But forward by so, Guster. <laughs> so what made you pick True Grit? Is this uh I told you to pick a movie that was important to you. Um basically, first of all, I love it. It's, it's great. great. Um I kind of got into a uh accidentally got into a Christmas tradition, which is me Christmas Eve watching True Grit by myself after everyone else goes to sleep. Okay. With a, with a glass of whiskey. I don't know. I started this probably five years ago. <laughs> and what? And every year, that's what I do on Christmas that's Eve. That's so chill. It's it's awesome. I'm looking forward to it right now. Do you now. want a glass of whiskey? No, no, not right now. Okay. But, but man, it's, it's a very it's Ron a great Swanson uh, yeah, I, tradition. Yeah. I uh, Your you voice know, even got lower when you were did talking it? about it. Yeah. Did it? Did it? Did it. Right. <laughs> we, uh, no, like my wife and I wrap presents together and then. She goes to bed. I put on True Grit. <laughs> pour myself a tall glass of whiskey. That's it's awesome. I I recommend everyone do that. By the way, if you like whiskey and westerns, <laughs> so Jeff Bridges is kind of your Santa Claus. Basically, he should have been Santa Claus, not Tim oh. Allen. <laughs> <laughs> that shots your, fired. He, your heel <laughs> he should have been. Die on it. He should have been the Santa Claus. No, I I could see that. That'd been great. He's way more jollier than Tim Allen. He's so he's so great in this in this movie. He's so great. So I was telling Reed, I always I know the difference, and I know there's two there are two different people. Mm -hmm. But I constantly miss say Jeff Bridges and Jeff Daniels. Yes, all the yeah. time. Jeff Daniels also great. Yeah, he's great. He's and Reed has a theory that they cast him in Godless because they meant to cast Jeff Bridges. <laughs> That's hilarious. I like Godless too. Godless <laughs> is great. He's a great cowboy. But like, they like, made would do with what they had. You know, they're like, know. we already committed. <laughs> they're probably they're probably like, we don't want to do this. We don't want to be True Grit. <laughs> so what about Jeff? Daniels he's instead, <laughs> and he's missing an arm instead of an eye. How about that? Oh, exactly. Yeah, I forgot about the arm. <laughs> yeah. oh, just, he carries around the rotten arm too, with though. him. Yeah. She loses an arm? Yeah, that was wild. Uh, how, so how great is Haley Stanfield in this? Or she's what? awesome. She's so good. Talk about range. She did this and then Transformers. <laughs> Right, <laughs> I heard uh, she wasn't bad in Transformers. Either. Transformers is fine. It's fun. It's a fun movie. It's oh, thought, Bumblebee or something, right? Yeah, Bumblebee. Yeah. Oh, it's Bumblebee. Yeah, I just remember her from Pitch Perfect Three. Oh, she's she got some pipes. I haven't seen the third yeah. of one of those. And in Pitch Perfect Three, she kind of saves the whole day. I watched really? a movie uh, again. The, the protagonist. I watched. Uh, it's a lame movie, but like the edge of seventeen, I was in a weird mood. But I bet. but Woody Harrelson was in it, so I was uh -huh. like, and they're like, he's I'm like, sure, the teacher that makes to her. it okay. Uh, yeah, so it, it's all right, <laughs> but she's okay. I, but this movie, she's incredible. I think she was nominated for an Oscar. Uh, I think so too. She, yeah, was. she was for supporting actress. So everyone, she supporting. Lost. She wasn't. She was like the they, main. I think they thought she might win supporting. Okay. It was like a okay. real. If you look back on that year, it's like, oh wow, it's it's stacked. I was about to say she she's in about every scene. Leo from in the fighter, 
Okay. King's Speech won Best Director. The Coen Brothers got nominated. King's Speech won. Uh, Colin Firth won. Uh, and beat out Jeff Bridges. Right. Okay. And then the, and King's Speech won like Best Actress. Well, not either way. King's Speech won like clean sweep of most of the awards. I didn't even like King's Speech. I no. couldn't hardly even get through it to be honest. It, fuck that. It, it can't. It was not good. Like. I don't actually. I can't say it's not good because I didn't finish it. We yeah. did. We did leave. We got. I watched half it was, of it. Well, it listen. I, spoiler alert for King's Speech. Uh, he has trouble giving the speech, <laughs> but then he does. <laughs> the end. <laughs> now go watch True Grit instead. Way better. Way better. Unquestionably better. So when you mentioned your wife be- becoming <laughs> friends with Larry the Cable Guy through that interaction, it made me think of Maddie. With just how she yeah. bargains, like in the that's my favorite scene. I think is her bargaining with for the ponies. Oh, that's incredible! Getting I love her money it. back, like I love it. I think that is the grittiest thing that happens in the movie. Like for me, I would just I hate those types of situations. Right, right. Like if they said, "Nope, you're not getting your money," I'd be like, "Well, thank you, sir." <laughs> like, listen, sorry for <laughs> you considered it. <laughs> and I'd take those ponies out back, like Tiger King yep. style, and just tell everyone I got my money back, and just not talk about it. Yep. That's what you. That's what I would do. Absolutely. That's what a real man does. I would. I would go to the next town. Like anybody want to buy some ponies? <laughs> that whole even that guy though is a great like character actor that yeah. she's negotiating with. Oh yeah. Because like when he looks up in the end when she's like trying to buy the horse and he looks at him and goes, "Wait, are we negotiating again?" <laughs> like mm-hmm. he's so good. He reminds me of like the similar character just like from a standpoint of being perfect as the gas station guy in uh, No Country for Old Men. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah Similar yeah. in Very, terms of, you're like, right, you're right. such a specifically weird, like, but great, like, nailed it. Yeah. Um, actually, everybody's so good in this movie, down to the people with, like, one line. Mm-hmm. Um, the only one that throws me, and it's not his fault, we gotta get into this, Matt Damon. I had a big feeling you were gonna say yeah. it's it's not his fault. Uh, he he's awesome in this movie, but every time I see Matt Damon, I say, "There's Matt Damon." Yeah, it doesn't matter. It, same thing with like Tom Cruise. It doesn't matter who he's playing. It's Tom Cruise. Absolutely. Same thing with Angelina Jolie. Doesn't matter who she is in this movie. She's Angelina Jolie, right? Like, and every time I see Matt Damon, hey, it's Matt Damon again. Mm. Like he, he's that was my exact thought when I was watching Interstellar. <laughs> yes, yeah, it's like, and he's great in this movie. Yeah, he's so he's awesome, really good. But it's my own personal shortcoming that I can't get past the fact that he actually is Matt Damon. I a hundred percent see where you're coming. You're not the mm-hmm. only person that I think of. Team it's his America fault for World being Police. too like famous and too successful. That, yeah, like, it's just I his star only... power, uh, right? But I know what you mean. When I was watching it, I was even looking at him like, I don't think that mustache is real. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like where Jeff Bridges, I would have moments where I was just like, who is this? Is it Jeff Daniels? If it, is it Kurt Russell? Like, I don't even <laughs> well, know. That, also, he's <laughs> a little more disguised. He's got more hair and yeah, exactly. Stuff. And he does channel the dude a lot. There are moments where, oh I'm, yeah, for sure. My only complaint I have against him is I watch everything with closed captions, so it didn't bother me that much. But yeah. he mumbles a lot. He does. Yes, uh, you're right. Like, there's a lot of things if I just saw it in theaters, I'd be like what did he what did he say and i i watch everything with uh closed captioning as well and i don't know what I, you don't have kids do you no okay no. 
because that's how that's why we started doing that i just hang out with like, my old parents and they liked it and <laughs> they got me on it well it's it's like one of those things where like you know 10 years yeah, ago great. we have we have a baby and it's like he won't sleep at all so it's like <laughs> He's he's like in baby. The... I'm trying to watch True Grick. <laughs> yeah, we're trying to watch it's the Christmas. Wire. This is season five of the Wire. Like we we're trying to watch this, and so it's like he would just be in the room with us, sleeping, and we would w- watch stuff on mute. So that's and then like we got to where we cannot watch stuff without the you subtitles. Ca- you catch so much more stuff with it. It you do, but it really bothers me when it's. Because it can get slightly off, slightly too fast or too slow, and then I can't uh, get over it. I also, hate when I leave it on and a sporting event comes. Exactly, on. you can't watch, you can't have it with sports because it blocks the score and it's like two sentences behind. It's in basketball; they'll like shoot it, and you like don't even see the ball. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah. god. <laughs> yeah. The, the other day I was watching it too, and it was like. Someone went to put something down on the table, and the closed captioning like covered mm-hmm. over what it was trying to say. Yeah, it, it was like the one with a black background, so like it just looked like it, it censored what was happening. I I do love when they uh, when they have to put stuff like like there's no dialogue, but they'll still put like menacing music. Mm-hmm. Rustling <laughs> continues. <laughs> yeah, stuff like that. in I love that. Stranger Things, they're like. There's the whatever monster, and it just says squelching. It's like, <laughs> Squel- what is squelching? squelching. You know, sounds it. terrible. You, then some... you hear it, and you're like, oh, that was oh, well, that's well, squelching. Definitely done, squelching. Yeah. We've all done some squelching. Oh, yeah, squelching. Speaking of squelching, I love when that scene you referred to there uh, when he the Jakes is occupied. Oh, I yeah. love when he goes, "There's no clock on my business." <laughs> There's no clock on my business. <laughs> I want it's like that sign. So I want it, oh. I want that in my bathroom. Yeah. There's no clock on my business. That's a great outhouse sound. <laughs> it's a great. So great. I love it too because it's, it's so Cohen Brothers just that subverting. Like you get the really badass introduction at first, mm-hmm. or maybe after that. Where he's in the courtroom and it's it's just yeah. a really cool introduction. But right before he gets humanized, just sitting on the can, yes. just like anyone else. I like they'll. I don't think too many people will do this too. Where we're gonna introduce like a super weird, interesting character for one scene and then never see him again, like the guy with the bear skin. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh yeah. Just like I kind of want the movie that follows him. Like, where's he? What's he doing? I'm a dentist in the Wild West, sort of. Yeah, he's like a medicine man. Yeah. Do you want to buy a dead body? Like, God, that's great. Can we follow this guy. They're like, we're gonna set up a camp. He's like, I got my bear skin, <laughs> and just like leaves. Yeah. Also, yeah. J.K. Simmons. We. Mm. He's her lawyer for a second. You hear his voice. Yeah, you don't see him, I don't think. No, you never see him. You never hear his voice. Oh, that's right, because he writes the letter. That's right. So, Mr., you know, hey, there's your Spider Man connection. Oh, yeah, that's cool. That's great. Jay Jonason, or was it Jay Jonas? JJ. JJ Jonason. It's it's confusing because his name's JK Simmons. Yeah, (laughs) Jay Jonah, JJ Jonas. Listen, we're not some nerds. We don't know this. No. (laughs) I feel like we should know it. I think it's Jay Jonah. Jay Jonah Jameson. Jay Jonah just Jameson. came to me. Just came <laughs> to me. Jonah. Yeah, it is. Out of the, oh, man. Well, I was nerd. correct too with the just we all, yeah, JJ. We all were sort of right. That's he knows win. we're talking to him. 
Okay, so one of the things I found that I thought was awesome, uh, well, you mentioned the bear guy. Let me say that too. That is actually part. That's all Coen Brothers. Oh, okay. Like most of the movie, it is just a great adaption of the book. Mm-hmm. And it comes straight, and so does old the Ultra Grit too as well. But the Bear Man is just all Coen Brothers. Just their weird touch uh, on the movie. Yeah, man, that's he's so awesome. But they also something they deviated from the book too is whenever they're doing the hanging scene and they mm-hmm. imi- immediately kill the Indian. Mm-hmm. And but that guy is voiced by the guy that is uh, John Redcorn and King, King of the Hill. Did you know that? I did not oh, know really? John Redcorn. That makes so much <laughs> sense, though. God, that's hilarious. Oh yeah, yeah. I thought that was awesome. I love that he doesn't even fight it. That they just put the bag. He's like, all right, I'm done talking. Nom, 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 nom. <laughs> so, so much weird stuff in there. Would they're like, they're like, yeah, the the uh, the hotel or they don't call it a hotel, but. We're out of rooms because there are so many people in town to see the hang. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what? Yeah. All right. It's like Coleman during Rock the South. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, when you guys rock the South in Coleman, you really, it's country. It's oh. just country, but. We rock it. <laughs> but it rocks pretty hard. Some guys have hats. Some guys don't. It's good country. <laughs> uh, so for Coen Brothers, uh, they're probably one of my favorite directors. They're definitely in my top five. What uh, is this your favorite Coen Brother movie? Or? This is definitely my favorite, but I do like all of them. Yeah, because it, it's it might <laughs> I mean, be. I haven't seen one that I don't like. I'll say that. <laughs> I don't know if I've even seen all of their stuff, but there's there's not one I haven't enjoyed. I'm just realizing. So like, me and Reed last year did Die Hard, and we had the question: Is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Right. Is True Grit a Christmas movie for you? It is for me. I, yeah, is like that's crazy. Yeah, I I like because I watch like, it at Christmas. Yeah, but like, like, do you like if you watched it like right now? Mm-hmm. You would associate? Would you associate it all with Christmas? Yeah, I do because <laughs> I watched great. it the that's... other night to get to like make sure it was fresh in my mind for mm-hmm. this, and I was like, <laughs> "Yep, it's Christmas time." <laughs> like, put another log on. I would definitely say for me, it's still like a seasonal winter fall movie. It's right a on. cold movie. It's cold weather movie. Mm-hmm. Man, that makes I'm, sense. I think. Uh, did y'all know that Maddie, um, after this movie, she grew up to become a uh, professional weed roller for Snoop Dogg. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Wow. She's on tour with him right now. That's great. Yeah, it's pretty neat. Is she really? No, <laughs> she rolled so many of those oh, okay. cigarettes oh, in the movie. Yeah, that's so awesome. <laughs> yeah, she was. I was like immediately. How like she's fourteen mm-hmm. and she like takes like, his cigarette out of his mouth and rolls it and puts it in his mouth. Yeah, she's like, "You're doing it wrong, idiot. Let me roll this yeah, for you." Yeah, and she, I, awesome. she, I, she looked like me, like when my parents are trying to like do something with the internet. Or right, something. right, I was right. like, "All right, like just, just give it to just me. Let me do this." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. She, well, I was like at one point in time, I was like, "All right, I'm gonna count how many cig- cigarettes she rolls," and I got to like four, and I was like, "All right, I, I like." She's hired. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, yeah, Snoop yeah. Dogg. He's seen all he needs to see. God, that's awesome. But yeah, that girl that plays her, Haley, she's a pop star now. Like, yeah, she, yeah. She has a music career. So when you said that, I was like, oh, maybe this is a real. Oh, pop did she? No, 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 no. I didn't know she had songs too. You, yeah, she was in. You know, you don't just get on the third <laughs> installment of that. Oh shit! Pitch, she per- the, Pitch Perfect it, Three. Pitch Perfect, yeah. Pitch Perfect. I spotted him. Isn't she the new Hawkeye or whatever too? Wait, is she? 
Yeah, she, she she's in be. the new. Oh man, she's in the new Hawkeye show that's coming out. I believe I you. I did not know that. Yeah, I thought you said she was the new Hawkeye. I was like, I did not. Manage I mean, her. she another, shoots arrows. Another connection to birds. Another connection. <laughs> God, it just all comes back for you guys, doesn't it? It all really tie back. it together. Yeah, when, when I told Nick about the Larry Bird house, he's like, "Oh, that goes great with the Tony Soprano ducks." <laughs> like, yeah. so I got a really bird flight, God, flight theme if you really throw in Spider Man too. I love it. Wow. But yeah, we you talked about Matt Damon. Mm-hmm. I I think his dialogue in it is so funny that I can kind of overlook the fact that I don't completely believe he's LaBeouf or mm-hmm. LaBeef. Yeah, but all that, all the dialogue he has is hilarious, and him and Rooster just going back and forth. Uh, I feel like that's where the movie really I, excels. He's so funny in this, down to like his outfit with all the fringe on it. And he's like, "I'm gonna give you a spanking now." It's like, "Whoa!" Yeah, that uh, was right off the bat, so uncomfortable. Yeah, I was just sitting there like. I loved when he's finally like, no, you're not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, yeah. finally, man. Yeah, but him with the, what is it, the Sharps carbine? I wonder, <laughs> like, if now, like, if you ask Haley Stanfield, like, what her most awkward moment in her life was, it was probably Matt Damon giving her a spanking yeah. in front of a casting crew of people. It's either well, that. Sign me up for that life. <laughs> <laughs> it's either that or, like, hey, pretend this space right here is a, a robot bumblebee that, that changes <laughs> While you're standing here, I thought uh, though I was like, man, I would really love if I had Matt Damon around to spank people that met, pointed out when I misspelled a word or misspoke. Yeah. That would be pretty useful. <laughs> Matt, spank them. The weird that part didn't weird me out as much as in the beginning when he's just like, and I I thought to stole a kiss from you, like oh yeah, oh yeah, that's, that's like that's the bad rough. like oof yeah yeah I saw you sleeping there <laughs> oh yeah. So anyway, I was watching you sleep, and <laughs> thought about and then he like and thought then about he, kissing you, but I did it. And he's like, but you looked sick and unattractive <laughs> to boot. Yeah. Listen, I would have kissed you when you were asleep if you weren't so ugly. <laughs> Your loss. <laughs> what a gentleman! Thank you. Right after the courtroom scene, when she's talking to him for the first time, she's like, "I hear you're a man with true grit." Mm-hmm. I always think of yeah. Family Guy when Peter's like, I love it when they say the name of movies, <laughs> right, and, movies right. and he's just like, watch them and they say it. And he goes, oh, <laughs> and like I, every time they say it in a movie now, I'm always like, I it hear is Peter. It's a little head. bit. You, you kind of need that uh, picture of DiCaprio on the couch, like yeah. pointing, <laughs> yeah. pointing at the screen. <laughs> Once upon a time in Hollywood. Yeah, yeah, that's a great great meme uh i was i was showing someone that movie and they like it got to that scene and they were like oh my god (laughs) yeah they pointed at him pointing yeah that's what's strange when you're dating someone that's more into like memes than movies (laughs) yeah oh my god they'll start to respect the movie uh did you know uh maddie named her horse after the stable hand no <laughs> little blackie. No. I saw that. that I off? swear I thought something similar when she was like, I shall call him little blackie. And there's a, the little black boy right there. And he's like, that's a great name. And I was like, this feels weird. I, I like it when she's like, what does he eat? And the kid's like, well, he's a horse. So he eats like horse food, dumb bitch. Like, what? He eats apples. What, are you, what the fuck are you talking about? It's a horse. Yeah. 
so I thought he was like spitting game. Like I had my notes out. So I, and like so he's like, "Oh, the horse doesn't even notice anything's on it. He thinks a horse flies on it. Oh. You weigh nothing, girl." I was like, oh, "Okay, smooth." It eats apples, you idiot. So the apples, it's interesting. I saw someone point out online, but they talk about Maddie. She grabs them when she says, "Like I will fear no evil and walk through the valley." As I walk through the valley, whatever. Mm -hmm. And uh, it talks about those apples being like the forbidden fruit because she's about to go on this journey where she's about to be tempted by all these evils of the world, Mm. uh, which I thought was pretty cool symbolism that you could ponder over this Christmas. She does. She takes apples and she does. Doesn't she throw them? And she hits one guy in the back of the head. That's right. right. And That's she gets right. bit by a snake too. Another. She did get another bit. weird thing. Yeah. Oh yeah, a little Adam and Eve stuff there. Man, when she falls down that hole though, that's like, oh god. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's not even great. when she's falling, like I'm just like, oh god. What I bet I'm like, she's gonna have bruises. Like, <laughs> this, that's this gonna is hurt. Gonna be difficult to climb out of. Yeah. yeah then there's snakes then too. Before the snakes, gosh. I kind of forget every time that the snakes are in the corpse. Mm. Like it is one of those things where I'm kind of with her in that moment when she's grabbing for it. You're like, Oh, get it, get it. And then you're like, Oh no, don't get it. Like get those things away from like, it is such a like, Oh God, snakes in a dead body is just horrific. It's a rough combo. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, The snakes immediately make you like less grossed out of the dead body though. You're like, okay. (laughs) Oh yeah. Yeah. Dead body's not a problem. I use this dead body as a shield for the snakes. (laughs) Uh, Do you think uh, true grit is like the best Western title? I feel like that's an amazing. Oh, the best Western title. Yeah. Like just the name true grit. I think it's the second best Western title. The best Western title of all time is 310 to Yuma. Okay. Interesting. Okay. I need yeah. I need to rewatch that one. I, I saw that when I it's was. It's like Russell really Crowe, right? Russell yeah. Crowe and uh, Christian Bale. Christian Bale, and if you haven't seen it lately, it's still awesome. <laughs> yeah. It's up there. I, I I like westerns, and that's that's a good one. But that's the best title. Three two to you. I think it's the coolest. I like. The I think Yuma. it's the coolest title. It is. Well, I'm gonna stand by True Grit for right now. True for Grit me. is very cool, and that's even how I judge that I like the newer one better than the old one because I was like, this one is a truer. Uh, yeah, the novel gritter. and it's just grittier like <laughs> yeah it's just it's truer and grittier yeah i think another reason i love western so much is it just gives me a nostalgia for red dead redemption 2 right on uh, oh, did, you, did you play that game yeah, i did yeah great. i just i just seriously some of the best times of my life is just being in my basement petting my imaginary horse <laughs> <laughs> yeah hitting the trail yeah. making my moonshine <laughs> those games are are very fun and they're very you know they're trying to make it immersive so then it's it's like it's it's good it's fun but then it's like occasionally I find myself like wait it's 2 in the morning and I'm I'm sitting here playing pretend blackjack at a <laughs> at a computer saloon for not real money <laughs> and I'm losing hands <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm down a lot and I got to work in 4 hours. What am I doing? What the Wait, hell am I doing with my four life? 4 hours in the game or in real life? <laughs> I mean, god. At this point it's just blur- it it's all blurred like, together. God, I should have gone to bed. What am I doing? Yeah. I anytime a uh, Grand Theft Auto or Red Dead yeah. Redemption comes out I basically just cross off two weeks of my calendar and right I have to beat it and then I just stop thinking about it uh, so you're one of those like just play it get it out of my system okay. binge games it yeah I'm a uh, um, I almost flunked out of college my senior year oh really <laughs> 
I I was always a uh, play for an hour every night till it's done. Mm. Just no, that's smart. As if you know, but then occasionally I find myself, well, I gotta finish this mission. Oops, it was too hard. <laughs> now I gotta do it again. Yeah. <laughs> My oh, wagon man. blew up. Timing. Oh no! Timing. I really needed to finish that mission. <laughs> yeah. I tried to name my horse in Red Dead mm-hmm. Little Blackie, and it was like, no. <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Absolutely not, sir. Yeah. yeah. God, there's too much in that game where like, you're like, I got to get to this fishing hole. <laughs> like, this is where the good fish are. <laughs> I got to get... <laughs> Uh, no, I, I don't have the right bait. No, hey, no, hang on. I got to go to the bottom of the map to get the good bait, and then I got to go to the top here to get this fishing hole. Yeah, and and just traveling in general in that game, it, it gets old if you're not uh, like just the fast traveling and all that stuff. Right. Like, I can't ride horseback too long, or I start to get a little motion <laughs> sickness. <laughs> That's how I know I wouldn't ever cut out chafing. for the west. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sitting over here playing the game. Like, when they yeah. ride up on the like halfway house. Fellas got any gold bond? <laughs> Howdy. <laughs> when they ride up on the house. Oh, yeah. that's That scene just between them being outside and hollering back and forth with them and him like staging her on the roof to put his that's jacket. That's incredible, yeah. Like, I over love that. And smokes them out. I love the like tact. He becomes a tactician. Like, yes. Where he's like, yeah. all right, we're going to do this and this. Mm-hmm. Like, he just kind of, you, that's to me when you really, like, for him, everything He's not just turns. a drunk. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. It, well, it really is like that. Because it's like, all right, now he's, you see that. And then the rest of the movie, I mean, he's just, he's a gamer. Right. That's what I'm trying to say. He's a gamer. Yeah. And the scene inside the cabin. <laughs> we ain't talking so about great. practice, man. <laughs> no practice. <laughs> but the scene inside the cabin with. Again, two incredible actors, dude. From in one scene, the one dude's from uh, Ex Machina. Or, he's in a lot of stuff. He's what's in that Star movie? Wars. Star Wars. Yeah. What's the movie where? Yeah, Star Wars. But what's the movie where? In time. In time. Or about time. Yeah, about time. It's about time. I haven't seen that. Oh man, your wife, you, your wife would love it. Really? It's a like chick flick. I've seen Ex, Ex Machina. That was good. It's disguised the chick flick, but it's really a dad. Son, the father flick. son story actually, yeah, that's like we're gonna make me tear me. up. All right, oh yeah, like it's like we're gonna hug. Oh, I love those. I lo- I'm so susceptible to to. I'm I found I had this problem where I love every single movie that I see in theaters. I just love it because it's so big and bright and loud, and I'm like, this is the greatest movie <laughs> every single time. And then I'll watch it later. And I'm like, ah, it's all right. It's kind of like, like seeing a band live, you know, you're, you go to, I'm going to Saturn with some friends. Oh, there's a random opening band. Oh my God. This, they're incredible. You're with your friends. You've had three beers. This is a, what a great night. Then you go listen to it later. You're like, Oh, they kind of suck. <laughs> <laughs> oh no those three beers really made a difference there. yeah yeah, yeah. Just, yeah i was having a good night i did the same thing with this podcast i get done i'm like fire episode <laughs> crushed it we crushed it <laughs> listen back i'm like Ooh, i don't know <laughs> yeah the only movie though i i hated in theaters the only movie i've ever i've never walked out of a movie but i almost walked out of uh passengers 
which was oh uh, with Chris Pratt. Chris and, Pratt. Oh yeah, I heard that was bad. That was yeah, it was that's not good. one of the worst movies I've ever seen. That was bad. <laughs> no, the, 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 and bigger, I love all movies. It being bigger and bad. brighter didn't matter. It didn't matter. It didn't matter. It was What's so your bad. favorite movie going experience? Um, I've been pleasantly surprised. I have this theory that that kids' movies are way better now than when we were kids. Oh yeah, for sure. They actually like try and and give a shit. When I was a kid, it was like just throw any animated crap out there, hidden sex and, jokes, and kids will and kids will go <laughs> and kids will love it. And that was true. But now it's like I took my son to see like the Sonic the Hedgehog movie. Yeah, and I was like, listen, he really wants to see it. It's gonna suck. I, I'll eat some popcorn. It'll be fine. But then you got like Jim Carrey. Who kills it? He's like, you know what? I'm going all in. I'm going for it as Doctor Robotnik or whatever. (laughs) He and it's like, oh my god, this is actually good. This. So I don't know what my what my favorite experience is, but but just like the fact that kids' movies are decent now. Sonic, been, <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog, man. Best experience. And then, and then, because I'm so susceptible to like bigger, louder, mm-hmm. and it's the the dude who's in everything who plays like Cyclops in the old X Men movies. He's like, and he's in uh, uh, the HBO uh, Westworld. Yeah, or whatever. Westworld. Yeah, he's the cowboy. <laughs> he's in everything. Okay, I, I cannot stand him as Cyclops. And he's yeah, it's, it's bad. <laughs> but in but he's like Sonic's buddy, and then it's like yeah, oh James Marston, James yep. yeah, okay. So at the end of the movie, spoiler alert, I watched Sonic by the way. Okay. I did too. And, it's really and good. I was just sitting here trying to think about it, but I I, I remember it now. It didn't have to be good. That's the thing. It, it was, was low expectations. I didn't yeah. think I was gonna like it. I was just like, huh. And I right. like Ben Schwartz. And it's like yeah, it's funny people in there, and yeah. it's like. He gets his, he loses his powers for a minute. <laughs> oh no! What the fuck is gonna happen? The Doctor Robotics closing in. <laughs> the whole town is watching. <laughs> Did I know? Guess what? He gets his powers back, <sighs> and the music swells up. And I'm sitting there with my son eating popcorn. I'm like, Oh my god, <laughs> Sonic! <laughs> we love you, Sonic. <laughs> it's like, wow, that was a good movie. It didn't have to be. <laughs> So you mentioned Jim Carrey. Mm-hmm. I got to tell you, my favorite movie-going experience, Reed will probably remember this. We were coming back from a football game. It might have been the Iron Bowl, It actually. was. And we got stuck in traffic, and my dad was just like, all right, we're just going to pull over and watch a movie. Wow. So we pull over in, Mo- in Montgomery, <laughs> and we go to a movie theater where we are definitely, like, probably the only white people there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I think I would have recognized, like, other white people. And we go, we're, and it's honestly watching The Grinch, and it's amazing. We're sitting yeah. there, and people are commenting, and it's just funny, like roast jokes of like what the who's look like, just funny things. But it gets to the part in the movie where The Grinch is like stealing all the stuff. He's like putting the tree like up the chimney. Yeah. And the projector, like it was storming really bad in Montgomery, and lightning hit the theater. And what? The projector cuts out. And this black guy stand, in front of us stands up and just goes, oh, shit, the grandson stole the movie. Oh, my God. <laughs> and it was the greatest moment of my life. <laughs> wow. Gr- 
honestly, this is the best joke I've ever heard. A live the theater, theater experience. Like, people, like, roaring laughing. Uh-huh. Everyone left, and no one asked for their money back. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. Like, that guy saved well, the whole show. What, what was funny, though, is it happened right when the montage of the Grinch stealing stuff. That's what I'm like. God. He, like, he, like, reached for the, the ring, and then it went out, and it was like, is this part of the movie? It's it just was expert comedic timing. It was the perfect. greatest comedic time. The best joke, the best, I, like... Mountaintop for me is that mm. moment. Watch it in that theater. That guy just nailing that joke. I, I love your favorite it's movie. Nothing experience. better it has nothing to do with the movie. Like, I know <laughs> it doesn't have to. This guy's joke. It was this. That was like it's the best joke I've ever heard. Man, that is good. It was great. Everyone clapped. Everyone was just so happy. I'll just say Avatar for mine. <laughs> <laughs> really. I just, I mean, I'm sure. not. I haven't watched the movie like since, but just the 3D stuff. That was I, I enjoyed that. I'm not. There's. I I wouldn't even put it on my top hundred, two hundred movie list. But but seeing it in, in did you see it in like IMAX or something? Or no, just, but I just watched it 3D like three three or four different times. I hated it by the fourth time, but yeah. But like the first two times, I was like, wow, this is. Just, it's cool looking. Yeah, I will go watch the new Avatar whenever that comes out. But uh, you know, people make fun of these like movies and stuff like that but it's like it made like 70 trillion dollars yeah mean, people are still watching thank you so much people are still watching it we went to a avatar uh circus soleil that came to birmingham oh, of course you did insane. of course you did <laughs> yeah yeah and that, that was better yeah i was like i haven't seen the movie in a while i don't want to watch it let's do this and i was glad i did that it was it was fun yeah that was a blast it was like <laughs> <laughs> these avatar people were like it was really dark in there and these avatar people were like all like walking through the audience and reed leans over to me and goes hey is there an avatar dude sitting like right next to us and i look and i was like oh my god oh yeah i was oh, like yeah did. there is and he's like thank god oh, like, they, they i was really starting to like get too into this yeah oh it's so great yeah i'm not racist but i don't like blue people blue people <laughs> Uh, I do think the ending of this movie is so devastating. Just the ending line of just time gets away from us. Yeah. Uh, like this it's true. One of the most <laughs> bummer endings. Uh, yes. It really hits hard. And just how you see her getting revenge. It wasn't, they don't uh, glamorize it like a usual Western was. It's like kind of, yeah. I don't know. It doesn't really resolve too well. It's like, oh, no. I never saw them again. I lost my arm. Now I'm this bitter old woman. Mm-hmm. Never got married. Never got married. Yeah. Just an old maid. Yeah. People, she talks to the grave of Ro- of Rooster. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They had him exhumed and moved to a hill that looks like every sad hill in every movie. Right. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Bring in the official Sad Hill for this. Yeah, like, great cameo by the Sad yeah. Hill. <laughs> if you pause it on IMDb, it's yeah. like this actress Sad Hill. <laughs> sad, sad Hill is a two hundred forty-seven other you movies know. to look at. But, <laughs> sad, sad Hill sounds like a nineties band that probably sad blocked Hill. you. And one and one writing credit. What is Sad Hill? Yeah. <laughs> Sad ill, <laughs> you know it yes. lost to uh, it lost the Oscar to Great Mountain <laughs> yeah. in King's Speech. <laughs>
I also thought it was funny if uh, if you're disappointed by not being able to see Josh Brolin die in No Country for Old Men, you mm-hmm. get that in this you get movie. That in this it's one. like their next movie. They're like, don't worry, we resolve <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah. mm. How surprised were you to see Josh Brolin? Yeah. And when he shows up, it was just like, this is not who I was expecting at all in this role. Right. He's such a big actor for such a, like, low billing. Was he at the time, though? I mean, this is after No Country for Old Men, okay. is it not? Yeah, it was. It was right but after he's, that. He, he's, he he's rising. Thanos. He wasn't yeah. Thanos. Thanos yeah. was, yeah, he's on a different level now. But, yeah. But this is, he's definitely a rising star at that point. Josh Brolin was just, he's Goonies for me. He's always been a yeah. star, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like, he was never not a star. I wear a red bandana. They, they oh, man. Just rocks it. I do love how like clumsy his character is. Uh, he just seems like a typical average guy. Oh yeah, well the whole movie he's like he's the villain who we don't see. Mm-hmm. We're after him, and he's kind of built up to be something. And it's like, oh, it's just a guy. Yeah, he's got all <laughs> these different identities. Yeah, I and picture he, him like a con man almost. Yeah, like, well, and he's even like the third hitchman. Really, in someone else's career, yes, he's not yeah. even the main he's guy. The main yeah, guy. like if Red Dead Redemption, I wouldn't even waste my time with this. He's uh-huh. the guy I immediately shoot and then go finish the mission. Yeah, I the main guy, whoever was the name of the guy who's oh Ned Pepper, Lucky Ned, yeah Ned Pepper. <laughs> the the when he's escaping from the cabin, mm-hmm. and and he's on the back of a horse, and and they they he shoot at him in front they, of him. The guy in front, of, he just. Push him off, jump, grabs the reins. It's so awesome. That's why they call him Lucky <laughs> so Ned. Awesome. <laughs> I like it when um, Western, any period piece, but especially Westerns, like they're like, we're going to give you the most fucked up teeth you've ever seen. Because <laughs> this is accurate. <laughs> I hate it when in Westerns, when people have like perfect veneers. Perfect veneers. Yeah. <laughs> like, what the heck? Yeah. Give me some real nasty teeth. When speaking of mouth, when he like Matt Damon mm-hmm. in this scene gets, I don't know what happens. He gets drug and last bites his I mean, tongue. Yeah, oh, bites yeah. his tongue. Oh well, like when he goes to pull it off, mm. he's like, you can either stitch it or pull it out. <laughs> and he tries to pull. He doesn't even ask him. He just starts pulling on it. Oh, he's like, it'll stitch. That. Like makes me cringe. Oh like, yeah, I hate that. Oh, like yeah. I like bit a hole in my tongue when I was little. I jumped off a roof. Mm. Oh, did bit you? a hole in my tongue, and I could like put milk through it. Like you could see the wow. milk go through. Yeah, it's this weird thing. It was very painful, and so I just like cringe in that moment. But did you know that Matt Damon like tied like string around his tongue after that the rest of the movie to make himself talk weird? That's awesome. That's like, great. See, it's Matt Damon's great. It's my fault that I can only see Matt Damon. <laughs> With Colin Firth, didn't have to do any of that in no. King's I See, stuff like that makes me want to go watch that Matt Damon movie that he made just for the Chinese audience where he's like <laughs> in the Great Wall. The Great he's like Wall. Defending, he's like defending the Great Wall. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's it's everybody in, like everyone in China saw it 15 times. Oh, and really? and no one in America saw it at all. I felt like I thought people were outraged by it. Like, well, no people people were like, "This is stupid. Why is he doing this? This is weird looking. He looks like Legolas. Does he have <laughs> a man bun? He had like a ponytail. Yeah, he's shooting arrows. What is he doing? But it was like it was such a huge hit overseas. 
It's like, oh, maybe we're idiots. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, maybe they, maybe I'm dumb for thinking that's dumb. I mean, what Squid Game? I haven't watched I that. I love Squid but, Game. Uh, it's heard good so things, awesome. But also uh, Parasite. It? Yeah, it's great. <laughs> it's so great. Did Squid Game it? is one of those where it's like. I'll get around to it. It's, it's like so popular. I was like, all right. I hate popular that's that's all right. right I was like, I'm not going to like it. I'm too cool to like it. Guess what? It's fucking great. <laughs> it is good. <laughs> <laughs> this is one of those times. I was wrong about Dave Matthews and I was wrong about Squid Game. <laughs> Sorry. Dave Matthews is good. I'm saying it on record. I love Dave Matthews. I hate but when people when it, rip on Dave. At the, at the time, I was like, this is too popular. I can't get into it. Oh, oh no! I was just like satellite. This is great. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Nick never made it into a video, but one time he had a, one of his like black friends over here, and he's going through his records and went going through his hip hop, and then like the uh -huh. next thing over was Dave Matthews. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's was, he was like, oh man, look at your vinyls, and I had so many hip hop vinyls, and he was like. You have Dave Matthews on my. You have another. Dave, you have three Dave Matthews vinyls. <laughs> on like, vinyls? Yeah, that like he goes that erases all these hip hop vinyls <laughs> that you have. I was like, all right, cool man. I guess yeah, <laughs> it might cancel out. Yeah, it, oh, it, it, he he assured me it did. <laughs> all cred was destroyed. Uh, so Peter, do you watch uh, any of the original True Grit? Where do you stand on that movie? Do you like that one at all? I haven't watched it. That's surprising. I'm embarrassed. I'm embarrassed that I haven't watched it. I wouldn't be embarrassed, but. It, the fact that it's this Christmas, Christmas movie, <laughs> this might be a long Christmas they're, night. They're very, both of those. They're very similar. Uh, John Wayne is hysterical in his own way. Like, yeah. Uh, but, but like you've talked about, like all the little characters and little parts of the Coen mm -hmm. Brother movies makes it so special. It, yeah. And like that's they don't have that, and and the camera work and directions just right. way superior in the new one. Yeah, I I do like old westerns. Um, they, you know, some of them, of course, feel a little dated, but, but you know, Shane is a, a classic for a reason. If you haven't seen Shane, you got to watch Shane. I haven't seen that one. Uh, it's one of the best, and it's it's super old. It's from the fifties, but um, you know, I like all the old Clint Eastwood ones. Definitely, Good, the Bad, and the Ugly, all that. Mm -hmm. Um, I really Fistful of dollars. Fistful of dollars. I love the nineties ones. Like I love, you know, um, Tombstone. Tombstone is the shit. I love definitely. Um, that might have to make that like a day after Christmas. <laughs> Val Kilmer is so good. Tombstone. Tombstone. Tombstone's awesome. Um, Once Upon a Time in the West. Yep, I recently so watched those. Great. Uh, all those uh, Sergio Leones. He's so good. Yeah, but you know, I I kind of gravitate towards the newer ones though. Like, well, I do like uh, Unforgiven a lot. But. Shanghai Nights, yeah, Shanghai Nights. <laughs> no, like Space like, Cowboys. Like the, newer, like the newer three ten, the three ten to Yuma remake. Yeah, I mean, No Country about. for Old Men is one of my no favorite Country movies. Hell or High Water was pretty good. Hell or High Water was great. Recently, that came out. Where There's one called. Where do you stand uh, on Hateful Eight? I actually don't think I watched Hateful Eight. Oh, I, I watched man. the old one. I didn't, not the new one. No. The Chris Pratt. No. No, oh. no, 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 that's the... That's a Magnificent Seven. Not to be confused. Oh, no, 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 I'm getting confused. I love Hateful Eight. Yeah. I love that. Sorry, I was picturing the Chris Pratt one. Yeah. No, you mean the Tarantino Hateful Eight. I love it. I watched the extended issue. No, that was, that's great. great. Um, have you seen Slow West? I haven't seen that. Look up Is Slow that a newer West. One? It's, yeah, you'll love it. It's awesome. I'll check it out. I, d I just love old westerns, just the atmosphere and the noises, just the old, just 
boots and the clicking and clacking and them walking slow. around old boards and stuff. Oh yeah, Slow West is uh, ah, what's his name? The guy that plays Magneto. Um. Oh. I know Re- you're talking about. Recent one. The recent yeah, yeah. I, I like him a lot. It's uh, the guy, he plays Steve Jobs, too. Yes. Um, Ashton Kutcher, no. <laughs> <laughs> but why do I know Ashton's name? Well, watch watch Slow West okay. and tell me what you think. I'll check it out. I read something about True Grit, and this is exactly how I found it. It was chock full in, like, in like uh, these fun facts, and it was like, also, by the way, all scenes in which horses appeared to fall or be in pain or distress were faked using a combination of specific horse training and or clever editing. Great. So they which they, they totally they, hurt those horses. So they no, they didn't hurt any horses. <laughs> the horses are fine. <laughs> no. Blues brothers didn't wreck all those police cars either. <laughs> I just was like, the way it was worded was like, it totally was like, oh, we definitely. <laughs> yeah. You put that in there. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't hurt those horses. Listen, though, we checked. The horses are fine. Just so you guys know. Yeah. <laughs> Clever editing was used. Some of those horses liked falling over. <laughs> <laughs> Something I thought was interesting on this last rewatch, I noticed that like almost every character is lying. Oh, uh, interesting. For one of their games, whether it's like the person about their the coffin or the guy with the ponies or Rooster trying to get the, the outlaws out. Like it's just like everyone mm-hmm. keeps lying. Even the lady that has is renting out the hotel room, she keeps she's misleading about the bed situation. Oh god, I, what's there's something hilarious that she says and he's like when she's saying that like they didn't steal something, he's like, There's no light fingers in this house. <laughs> it just makes me laugh so it hard. Sounds like my mom would no lap fingers, boys. We well, don't talk like that. And then Tom Cheney even lies about who shot him. He's like, "Oh, this, you know, this little." He didn't mention the girl she shoots him. That's always oh, yeah. funny. And then she gets lied to about the carnival. She thinks Rooster Cogburn's going to be there. It's just like I don't know. It just seems well. He dies. He does, mm-hmm. but it just seems like this whole movie. It's like everyone's it's just misleading events or something. Oh yeah, it's interesting. The most Red Dead Redemption this movie is is when her and the horse go through the river. Oh yeah, and then yeah. as soon as she's on the other side, she's completely dry. Oh, I didn't notice that. <laughs> like, yeah, damn it, you. It were... looks like she fast travels. <laughs> I wish, wish you hadn't told me that. <laughs> oh, she's like completely like it's like oh man. Well, like, her hat's dripping because I kind of notice it too. I can't tell if it's just the cloth. She's completely dry. Um, oh wow, she's got that. I, I can't tell because she is she is dripping from the hat. It's strange if you rewatch. I think it's just how the cloth. No, looks. no, she's dry. Well, <laughs> she's got. We'll that. go. We'll I just looked debate it up. on It's that. like they admit they're like, yeah, we messed that up. Well, there is. Oh, a, it hilarious. shows right after her hat. Maybe they just wet her hat for some reason, but it's dripping for some reason. But Such she does great, look completely dry. Yeah, it's a great scene because it's kind of like that's where you can tell like the other characters like, oh shit, okay, okay, she's maybe she has true grit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she's crossing that river, and Matt Damon's just sitting there going. I'm going to spank that I'm girl. I'm going to spank her. I, I would have stole a kiss. Oh, so nasty. Oh. Getting lassoed, I bet. It's miserable. That looks Seems painful. rough. Also, it looked super like, we're going to lasso you. And he's oh, just yeah. like, okay. <laughs> no, don't do it. <laughs> well, I don't, I don't think he had much of a chance. I don't know what you I mean, do yeah. in that situation. I mean, I don't, I don't know what I would have done, but it definitely, like, 
I think I would have tried to <laughs> maybe like I would give it like a <laughs> give it a, a juke, juke maybe. Yeah, give it I, a little, I'd actually maybe say, a spin move yeah. hit that circle button. I'd actually say that's the most Red Dead moment, just to get lassoed <laughs> yeah, and just yeah. watching that that scene, slapping like, the horse's ass and letting them ride off. Like I just in that moment, I was like, man, I miss lassoing people. <laughs> <laughs> that is like. They never die in Red Dead when you lasso them. It's just like a huge inconvenience for them to be drugged forever. I don't know. I play it pretty rough, I think. <laughs> I like it when I, like, you kill them. you're supposed to bring in a bounty and you, like, you lasso them, put them on the back of the horse, and then you're like, crap, i got to drive this guy like <laughs> 400 miles back to the, <laughs> the post office or We're whatever. We're going to have to camp a few times. <laughs> yeah. And then they start talking And they're to just you. talking shit to you the whole time. Like, God, that's great. Yeah, it gives you the option to knock them out. Yeah. And it's like, finally, bam. Well, Peter, do you have any uh, any closing thoughts or anything you want to add about the movie? Um, No, it's just, it's an excellent film. Everyone should watch it if you haven't. I recommend the best way to watch this movie, Christmas Eve, after everyone else has gone to bed, get a nice glass of whiskey. Doesn't even have to be good whiskey. Any kind of whiskey. And uh, and one large ice cube, and watch this film. That's a heck of a wreck, uh, Nick. Uh, I know Peter mentioned that he likes all the Coen Brother movies. Where where do you rank this in your? I don't know. Does this break your top five Coen Brothers movies? I'd have to like see a list. I'm so bad at like remembering. But yeah, I mean, I really like this movie a lot. Right from. We talked about it, the negotiation scene. Mm-hmm. I'm hooked mm-hmm. at that. I'm in. in that moment, I'm in. Yeah, and that's like very early in a movie for me to immediately be in. Like I, so I really like the movie. It, I would say, I mean, it's definitely, I would say, definitely in the top five. Okay, no, I didn't. Know. For me, it's number five. I, was, I mean, brother, I was looking or, at it. What are the What are your top? What are the other? No four? Country for Old Men is my number one. <laughs> uh-huh. Inside Lou and Davis is number two. Mm-hmm. And then I, I was uh, Big Lebowski's three. But then I was going four or five is Fargo or True Grit. Right. I couldn't couldn't decide on those. But but they're so like y'all said. Like the next, the other five are still great movies too. You ever tell me if this has happened to you? You ever have a great movie? kind of get ruined by people quoting it too much and I'm definitely talking about Big Lebowski mm-hmm. it's like just it's I, awesome I know what you mean I mean it's, it's definitely awesome, but a it's cult, like, cult like like if you hear it to, those guys quote it too much it could ruin those it scenes it kind of gets old it's like I've heard my friend say that 600 times <laughs> yeah. I I would like to like I need like five years for no one to mention Big Lebowski at all, and then I'll watch it again and I'll be like, "Oh, this is incredible." Yeah, I That's think what I, I just because uh, I'm just turning thirty soon this like December, but congratulations! I think like my friends, like, I do have some friends that quote it, but just it's still not as popular as. Uh, I don't know, as it was probably 10 years ago. Oh, because I'm 40? I don't know how old you are. <laughs> is it because I'm 40? Uh, I'm 40, you? yeah. Okay. I just turned 40. Well, I just know <laughs> my friends now are just starting to quote it more. Okay, later. yes. So I am just I just turned 40, so the movies for me that get quoted too much are that one, Office Space, Interesting. and Old School. Those are some 
see Anchorman was Anchorman's up there too. But office space is interesting. Like working, I I used to work in an office, and there was a there was one week where apparently all the people who were like fifteen to twenty years older than me saw Office Space oh, no. for the first time, and they're just like. Case of the Mondays, it's like just yeah, that'd God be rough. Damn, really, the worst of it. <laughs> Corporate accounts, yeah, she, just the way she answers the phone, you're like, oh my God. Which you know what? It's a great movie. It's not that movie's fault. It's no, it's great. <laughs> I love that movie. The, I know you said you wanted to go five years without anyone talking about the Big Lebowski, so I'm mm-hmm. gonna go ahead and ruin that. For no, you. let's go ahead and do that now. And yeah, then so five, we'll then start the years. clock after this, mm-hmm. but. I wanted to uh, reference the conversation Maddie has with the coroner about the high cost of preparing her father's corpse. Mm -hmm. It's similar to the dude and Walter uh, when they're talking about the price of the urn with Danny's ashes. Yeah, it's almost as if Rooster Cogburn is like the great, 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 great grandfather of the dude. Of the dude. That's a theory. I can see it. It's they a theory somewhere. that's out there. People are talking about it. I can see and it. And I just made it up right now, but that's a theory. People are talking about it. But a lot of people are saying that. Did you know the, the eye patch is different from the original? Yeah, I saw they like just mixed up the so- the sides or whatever. Well, it's because in the book, apparently it's on the left side. Oh. Yeah. Cool. And it's supposed to be more it's not your dominant eye, apparently, so it's even more impressive, the shooting. Cool. Yeah. That's cool. I like stuff like that. <laughs> I thought, too, uh, the cabin scene where the, the partner kills his other, the other guy, He uh, it really reminded me of Fargo, too, just that yes, dynamic. Very, very Fargo. The big, scary guy and the, the little talkative, scrawny guy. Yeah. And him dying, of course. Yeah. <laughs> I'm dying. <laughs> Jeff Bridges, you mentioned he didn't want to do the movie originally because he didn't want to do the remake. Yeah. the That was the first piece of advice the Coens gave him was just to forget the John Wayne version of the movie. It's uh, like, don't yeah, even. Yeah, like, you'd have to, is, right? They said it's going to be just a return to the source material. Yeah. It, it's a good thing, too. I mean, he's not doing like a John Wayne impression or anything like right, that. Right, right. Uh, but there definitely is debate. I saw something online. I just thought it was a cool title, but it was uh, The Dude versus The Duke. I feel oh. like uh, for yeah. true grit, because it's like who's the real Rooster Cogburn? I guess I, I think Jeff Bridges though is is closer to the the novel, so I think he, he probably. I wins gotta out. I gotta read it. You talked me into it. This has been great. This has been fun though. Thanks for. I really appreciate you uh, stopping by. Yeah, thanks for having me. No, this is great, been great man. And I honestly, this was such a fun movie to watch and to prep for. So one of my favorites. Appreciate you picking a good one. Yeah, definitely. Like I said, I had the audio book waiting, so. Uh, once Nick told me you picked this one, I literally was like, "Yes, time to listen to this audio book." Yeah. I just watched it two days ago. I kind of want to go home and watch it again. I mean, it's kinda definitely one of those to. movies where you can watch it. Like, I could fall. I fell asleep to it. Like, I've seen it multiple times, mm-hmm. but like while I was watching it, I just I fell asleep. I drifted off a couple times and would like watch it a couple nights in a row. So it was great. Well, I don't know when you're releasing this episode, but I want everyone listening. To watch it with me on New Year's Eve. Wait, watch New it. Year's Eve? No, Christmas Eve. <laughs> watch it alone, Christmas Eve. Alone together with me. I was hoping, are you going to do like live stream on Instagram or Absolutely something? Absolutely not. That's my <laughs> private time. <That's> my <laughs> private. <laughs>
Do you got anything coming up that you want to promote or anything? Absolutely nothing, Nick. Thank you for asking. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, just follow me on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. Casual Thursday. Yeah. Uh, what's your? I, you know, I always try to message you on Instagram, and mm-hmm. you're not Casual Thursday on Instagram. No, that's c- actually kind of funny. Casual Thursday on Instagram is uh, the uh, improv team from Dartmouth College. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so follow uh, Dartmouth College on Instagram <laughs> yeah. at you're Casual Thursday. Have they not, or have they not fo- blocked you yet? No, no, they haven't. <laughs> But they do. They did post something pretty funny that was like, okay, to bring it full circle, back when I had my issues with uh, Larry the Cable Guy, mm-hmm. they posted something on Instagram that was like, we are not the Casual Thursday on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> but here are some tweets that we think are funny <laughs> that they posted some of their own. Oh, so that's it was, great. It was funny, yeah. Nice. They seem nice. Yeah, that's cool. Go Dartmouth. <laughs> Do you know what the Dartmouth? No idea. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, thanks for listening, all you Dartmouth, Dartmouth alums out there. Yep. Thanks for coming on, Peter. Yeah. Thank you. And be sure you follow us at Movie Ruiners and go to iTunes and rate us and review us. Thank you very much. <laughs>